no matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby. And we're back. Another episode of the Stereo Bros Podcast. It's the uh, purveyor of all things pistachio and pumpkin spice. It's your boy, PL. Who else we got in the building? Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. As always, it's a pleasure. Hat chef Hi, guys. It's Jazzy. Here we go. And, uh, you know, it's episode 65. Shout out to y'all for rocking with us to get the 65 episodes. Um, and... I'm back rapping, so I'm going to start this episode off with a rap to get us into our first topic. Um, As I get older, it's hard to stay balanced, but I ain't trying to fall off like I'm doing the crate challenge. (laughs) Bars. But the fucking crate challenge, oh my fucking gosh, man. That shit is fucking... That might be the dumbest shit I've seen black people doing since shit, <laughs> I don't know if I see anything dumb. The ice bucket challenge? No, no, wait. I'm trying to think of like what the last stupid shit was. I, I can't. This reeks of CIA coonism, low low self esteem, poverty. Like what the fuck? And I'm seeing I've seen broken ankles because I watch mad videos. Like shit's funny to me. So I've seen broken ankles, broken wrists, broken arms. And I'm talking about compound fractures. Not like the shit is like twisted the wrong way. It's like twisted the wrong way with the bone sticking out. But are they doing TikToks that are showing the actual injuries that they're getting? Because I don't feel like I've seen any of that. I mean, I'm not going to promote where to watch it. But if you look at hashtag crate challenge, (laughs) you might be able to see it. But the IG algorithm has frozen the ability to watch anything with the hashtag. So you got to just go on like crime faces or those kind of accounts and just check from there to see where it's at. But it's just like, it's asinine to me, but I know I'm probably like judgy, mag judgy. So I don't know if y'all feel differently or if y'all are willing to do the crate challenge, but I know for sure, I'm not going to risk my health for likes. I'm not doing did that shit. Did you just ask us if we would do the crate challenge? Are you serious? I did. I did. Cause I know that I'm more conservative these days in my older age. It, it just simply looks like it hurts. It just looks like it hurts. I don't know why anyone is like, yeah, I definitely want to do that. It doesn't give me those vibes. Like, what is the clout? Like, you were on the shade room? Like, I don't understand. Like, you made it onto the shade room for busting your ass. Like, where, where is the, the, the win in that? Yeah. I'm not understanding the ROI here. I'm not understanding it. It's not seeming like somewhere I should be investing. <laughs> I mean, it might be part of the Hood Olympics. I think you, folks are getting paid like $100 to like actually do it. But $100, that's your copay. No, most ambulances are like 150 actually. So most ambulances are like, and that's with good insurance. Like with great insurance, last time I used an ambulance, I don't know about a fucking $100 
bounty for fucking damn near breaking your neck. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not giving worth it. I can't believe they're quote unquote celebrities like rappers that are doing this. Like you don't need to do this. Why? Wasn't there another challenge that kind of took the world by storm last year? What was it? I don't I don't know, man. Like all these challenges, oh the the silhouette challenge. That one wasn't that bad. Yeah, that, that one was bad. I thoroughly enjoyed Very it. Safe. I what thoroughly enjoyed it. I've seen a couple. I didn't mind the uh, thick women showing a body for no reason. It was it was fine. It was fine. It was good. It was good for the culture. The planking challenge was dangerous, but clearly not this dangerous. Like, so we got to rank. Stay fun. So we got to rank the dumbest challenges. I'm gonna say crate challenge. The silhouette challenge was bad because. If you had the right technology, you can take off the silhouette and you can see all her goodies. And the uh, the plank challenge was dumb too because it's like almost like if you didn't know what slavery was, you didn't realize that you're basically emulating the journey of our ancestors, you know, transatlantic, like for fucking likes. And that's the part that sometimes, like I know, I know likes are like dopamine, and I know waking up and seeing you got a bunch of likes and you you going viral might feel cool, but it's also like you're not getting paid off for that shit. So I don't know, like I don't know if there's any challenges that we can remember that have been as dumb as this shit, but this might be in the top three, and it's not number two, and it's not number three. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, I just can't, again, forgive me for being repetitive, you know, but nothing about watching people fall and possibly break ribs on crates, it stimulates my desire to be like, I want to do that too. You remember the ALS, was it the ALS challenge, the ice bucket challenge? Ice bucket challenge. That was cool. Until you realize that black folks don't have ALS, it was to raise money for a white disease. Ain't nobody black got ALS. That's true. I did it though, so to be truthful, I like too. I did it not knowing. <laughs> I did it too. Maybe we need a sickle cell one. We do, we do. You know, because that's a, that's a very black disease, unfortunately. Sickle cell and um, a single mom challenge. All right, you see, what? just when we were on the same page, no, no, hear me, hear me. Shit just gets so <laughs> left. No, the single okay. mom challenge is gonna be if you are the parent to a child and you're not with your child's mother, but you don't think that she should be a single mom because you're holding it down, then put up yourself doing some like dad shit with your child. See, that's not bad. No, I felt like you tried to throw some things in there to try to make nah, it nah. sound better. Shout out to all the single moms. <laughs> they hustle. They ended up losing me all the way. I don't nah, nah, it. but shout out to most single moms, not all because... Some of them is trifling, like naming moms in a while. So we can't shout out all single moms. Just a good single mom that didn't choose that shit. It chose them. <laughs> Amazing. So you off this challenges or is there, any, is there any other challenges that we should uh, get into? I'm trying to think of what the others were. I can't remember. But I, I mean... It is. I when I heard about it and I looked at the first one, I was like, "This is sick," but then I couldn't stop looking. 
because it's just like the different types of fools. <laughs> You know, like, then you try to evaluate, okay, well, that person definitely broke such and such. Like, some people are falling down hard and all awkward and shit. Like, that. it's like a fatality each and every time. But I do understand. It's like watching a car wreck because you, you right. it's like the next one comes on. It's like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, I'm going to watch this one too. No, I, I can't, guys. I can't. The Buster Challenge was a big deal. That one the was good. The challenge was good. I'm I'm all oh. about watching women gyrate their hips in a very sexual manner. Shout out to um, is it Chloe Bailey? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Hers was particularly enjoyable, <laughs> so I've heard <laughs> or seen, <laughs> seen and heard maybe both, probably both. Respectfully, I wish I wish they could see me roll my eyes at you. I mean, listen. <laughs> I um, wish. <laughs> Listen, she had the wagon, no Cuomo. No Cuomo. I said no Cuomo, so that extinguishes she, my prior comment. She's not your co-worker, so it doesn't count. You can talk about her wagon. You don't work with her. But still, listen, I offered a sausage to a woman the other day, and I had to say no Cuomo. So you got to be careful with everything. As a man, as a as a man in 2021, speech is, speech is being threatened. I'm about to start watching Fox News, because I can't say shit. Right, like my speech is under fire right now. No Cuomo, no Cuomo, no Cuomo, no Cuomo. I you know, that's, that. if that's happened, I be I'm I I um hear of this uh spaces for this argument a lot, a lot more these days, where there's a number of of um particularly black heterosexual cisgendered men who are like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. With that, that cisgender shit. Hold on one second with that there. That is, that is, uh, what do you call it? Um, that's this, that's discrimination because they're using words towards me that I didn't choose. Like my pronouns are me or he. Don't call me a cis. Don't call me a, a, a none of that. Just say regular black guy. You can say he, him, but I don't got cis in my, in my LinkedIn bio. So you can't call me that. So cisgendered, you do not identify. That's as discriminatory. I didn't choose that. No, it means you were born naturally a man. Listen, yeah. listen and listen. you believe and you agree that no, you. No, I don't play with them pronouns. Man. Listen, I don't play with them pronouns. Listen. Okay. So my mama so called me PNL. Y'all gonna call me PNL, right? Don't call me sis. Don't call me none of that other that that. Listen, none of that. Respectfully, that's not like that's I not part of my pronoun somewhere. package. I felt like I was headed somewhere and now I'm no longer headed there. <laughs> well, as part of your headed there, please talk about our new governor lady. I mean, it's already sudden for me, yeah. but like if, if people were hurt, then I suppose this is the, the better thing to do. I just feel like New York State and New York City in general is just like really unstable to me right now. It seems there's so much change either getting ready to happen or has already happened. And, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know what to expect. Well, I heard that she's trying to push through all the cannabis legislation that um, Cuomo was stalling on. So why was he stalling on it? Um, Well, I mean, outside of doing the... um, the uh the passing of the legalization 
they've mm-hmm. been trying to form like a statewide commission to figure out taxation and how they're going to implement, you know, sale and distribution and all those things. Right. And it seems as though he's kind of been, you know, he yeah, hasn't been moving that forward. Ah, maybe they were trying to hold out till some folks got their things together. Right. Could have been. Who knows? Who knows? You know, right. there's always a bigger play. Right. Right. A fact. And so, do, so is it, do you feel comfortable with this new interim governor? Like, I don't, I know nothing about the woman. I mean, I'm, me happy. I'm happy there's a first woman. I mean, like, I don't even know if we're going to be having another, like, um, another, what you call it, election. I mean, is she going to be reelected? I, I have no clue what's happening, but um, I'm, I'm glad she's there. <laughs> I was happy that because it's, it's giving, Eric, it's giving Jazzy, you know, disorient, disorientation. Is that a word? Right. Like, because I'm like, I woke up on a Tuesday, Cuomo was out on a Wednesday, and then there was a new white lady in charge, and it's a black. Right. I was like, oh, what's happening? Right. So I'm I'm with you, girl. All I heard is she trying to push marijuana. I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> we want them to, because you know what? Just like we asked them to like pass these not these anti-lynching bills at the federal level and such, and people just act like they don't hear us. I really hope they don't forget the people who are sitting in jail. You know, they third strike was for some bullshit marijuana possession. You know what I mean? I really, I really hope that the the social activism around the legalization of cannabis really mm-hmm. like they really consider that shit because I am I am beyond my wit's end with people pretending to be for the cause and then not actually passing legislation that, mm-hmm. that shows that. Mm-hmm. And if she's gonna push through cannabis legislation only the dick over black people some more than fuck her too. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's actual factual. Um, But I think I'm, I don't know. A part of me is happy, but at the same time, I know that she's probably a holdover because if Tish James runs um, next year, she's probably going to, she's going to knock her out. She's going to karate, karate chop. Karate chop that woman out of the race. Especially yes. if she get Trump. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. But I did want to touch back on that, that cis stuff. I think, like, where's the impetus for calling people that? Cisgendered? Well, as I understand it, it's just a way to clarify how I identify. It's actually nothing to do with anybody else. It's like, okay, the term is cisgendered, meaning I was born this way and I agree with how I was born. This is me. But why is that like the like the term now? Like I'm I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm legit. No, I mean I I will I will say that you know what I think a lot of people whisper and don't and don't say out loud in many spaces because maybe because they don't feel empowered to is that there are there's a lot of new terminology. There's a lot of new words, and it takes it takes us a long time as people just to adapt any small change. So a lot of the words sometimes can create some sense of confusion or trigger some natural resistance because there's just so much of it. You know what I mean? But I, but if I just look at the word as a word and it means that I'm, this is how I identify, meaning I believe I was born naturally a woman. I, I agree with that. That is who I am, a woman. That's how I understand cisgender to me versus transgender 
someone who was born, you know, one sex and does not agree and, you know, then then uh, uh, presents as another sex or another identity. So is it that folks have to now use that word? Can I just use like- Well, that's the thing. I'm not trying to- I'm not trying to be told that I got to walk into a bar and announce myself as anything no. other than like a wholesome guy, like all the other shit. I'm not with, no. I'm not with none of that other like. That nigga respectfully. Think he little Boosie. No. Nah, listen, I don't know. I don't know what Boosie said. I know what I'm saying is that I don't think anybody can wake up one day and say, "Yo, here's a new vernacular," unless it's part of like. The ADA or like a federal statute on the job app. Twenty years ago, you thirty years ago, you were called colored. So, so listen, what we're not going to do is conflate, you know, my bronze skin with computer information science, right? You mean you mean Manila? You mean Manila folder colored skin? Yo, listen, what you're not going to do is discriminate against me as a tax-paying, latte-drinking, wholesome man. No, 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 listen, what, what, I, what I think is, like, I don't think, well, you know, I just feel like use it when it's applicable. If it's not applicable to your settings, then you don't need, then you don't need to use it. Like, you know what I mean? If you're with your boys and none of y'all use that language and there's no one amongst you that, like, you know, um, uh, feels feels like that should be made that should be at the forefront. Then I guess you don't need to use it. Address whoever by your name. You all know what it is already. I think it's just these newer spaces in an effort to make them more inclusive. You know, there's new, there's some language that comes with that. It's like community guidelines. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't think they're um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with them. At times, I do feel like sometimes it's like okay, look. Well, you know, chill out. Like I've been in trainings before. We're looking at the physical human body and someone is calling the conversation gender. And it's like, we're literally looking at bones. Like, you know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever you're telling yourself right now, kind of, kind of does not exist in this space. But, um, but, you know, it is something to keep in mind. You know what I mean? People don't, we're moving past just male, female, you know, people, people are people, you know, I think the context is typically is using a very derogatory slant. Oh, you're a cisgendered male. Well, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of man hating in the air. There's a lot of man hating. With all that, like, listen, don't like I, I pay taxes, so all that you're a cisgendered male. You wouldn't know what the fuck. Well, well, respectfully, like whatever, yeah. like hold up, ice cream truck, whatever you got going on internally, and whatever battle you fighting. I didn't, I didn't spark the war, fam. Like you yeah. gotta figure that shit out with you, but don't come at me all crazy. No, I mean, you know, this is this is what happens. I, I the idea of like the pendulum, the pendulum swinging when you're correcting things, it swings really hard in one direction. So you know, when you when you're correcting something, you swing really hard in one direction. So I think that you know, people would now have language for these experiences, and it's coming out right now that you know, uh, people feel strongly about some of the more heteronormative. You know, ways of being. But what does that even mean? What's a hetero, what's a heteronormative? Heteronormative, as I understand that. Is that your say word, or is this just like? No, that is not my say word. Fashion, wholesome guys. I'm trying to understand. 
Heteronormative to how, how I understand it just means that mainstream media prior to any inclusion of like the LGBTQIA plus, you know, community, you know, was don't very much my son, and very that, And he started saying his alphabet, so don't confuse him, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like no way. I, I know that it can be frustrating. I can I know that it can be frustrating. I'm not frustrated. I'm just more so every time I've heard that term has been a you're a cisgendered male. And I'm just like, no. I should be ashamed of that or something. Like I'm trying to understand what the issue is. Yeah, I think it's kind of like, yeah, I think it's just kind of like, <laughs> like and no, I could have fired back and said some OD like wow shit. And I was just like, listen, ice cream truck. <laughs> whatever you got going on got nothing to do with, ice, ice cream truck is not like a, to be clear it's not like a a, a slur or a, it's basically it's a it's a term that applies to everybody like if a dude right now was like hey yo give me your wallet hold up ice cream truck like it applies to everybody equally so to be clear to explain this is not it's not no because I feel like a lot of times I was talking to um Shout out to the homie Cole. I was talking to her about this earlier. I feel like there's a pocket of women that like to go around trying to bash, you know, wholesome guys like myself. It's like, if I say good morning, oh, you're a cisgendered male. You perpetuate the stereo. I'm like, listen, I know you want somebody to argue with and you're a contrarian, but I'm not the one. Because I actually, I voted for a woman. I recycle. And I'm not one of them guys that I'm not a chauvinist. I don't lady bash, none of that. So I have, a, I have a female governor. I'm good. So I think sometimes their energy towards men is misguided or misplaced. They're not going to approach the alpha alpha male. They'll approach the wholesome, semi-retired, more laid back guy like myself. So they can, they bring you all the smoke. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't, I, I mean, I know it takes a while to get used to the pronouns, right? Because I'm not, no, no, but I'm saying my only point is that you can't force somebody to use a pronoun. If, if that's what you do, and one of my friends right now said, from now on, here's my pronouns. I, I don't even know what that means. I can't call you like your name. I can't call you, like, if right now, has Shepsu said, my pronouns are she. And I said, so I can't call you homie. I yeah. I found that like queer people who, you know, like are comfortable with themselves, like really don't like they they they're not tripping. Not that, not that they're they're gonna accept you calling them any old thing, but they would accept you calling them by their name. You know what I'm saying? Like they just would accept some of that stuff. I don't think it's um I don't think it's hard and fast in every space, but I will say that I have witnessed what you are talking about in the sense that, you know, if you're a straight, if you're a straight um, uh, black male, you know, it's kind of like man, what manhood is to you is a bit under assault right now. Um, and so, and so I can, I can see that in some spaces. And that's what I was trying to allude to earlier. Um, and I don't have the answers for how to remedy that just yet. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's, 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 I think, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even pretend to have the answers for all of that. I think, I just know that I've seen what you're saying. 
But I also think that, um, you know, people who are really comfortable with whoever they are, you know, are okay with you calling them by their name or like, they're just not tripping as hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And that's kind of my point. It's just like, I don't want to be assaulted for being a straight guy. Cause I don't, I don't assault anybody for being gay. Like I don't walk in and start dropping F-bombs cause that's not who I am. Like I let everybody be who they, who they are and I meet you where you are. So however you do what you do, like I don't, I, I promise you there's people that I know, male, female, they do what they do. They are, you know, whatever sexual orientation they are. I don't care. Like I'm not judging you. I'm not shitting on you because of that. So don't shit on me for being <laughs> a straight guy that drinks lattes. Like, leave me alone. Don't don't call me a sis. Like, chill out. <laughs> Unless I say, I want to be called that. Call me like Lil, call me p but all that, you're a cisgender male that, whoa, hold up, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa. Like you, said, like you said, the people that identify as gay or lesbian or whatever, that are comfortable with themselves is not doing that stuff. It's more the the ironically, I got called that by a, a woman that that is like not um not a lesbian. Mm-hmm. I don't think that cisgendered. I don't know. I'm learning my way around these words too. You know what I'm saying? Like we all but, are. Yeah, I feel like cisgendered is not like only gay people use it. In fact, I feel like cisgendered and transgender are words that kind of bridge the communities, don't they? Because you're able to describe who the fuck you actually are. Like, I am a cisgendered heterosexual woman. Do you, mm-hmm. that, there it goes. That's like my social security number. Like, this is who I am. You know what I mean? And I do feel, you know, if some people are like, why the fuck do I have to do all of that? You know, I'm like, maybe you don't. And maybe in all your spaces, you do not. But in some spaces these days, it's important for some people to make that known. I, I think it's a minimum price to pay to make people feel comfortable. Wait, so it's a minimum. So I got to be uncomfortable to make other people feel comfortable? That don't make no sense. Well, how does that make you uncomfortable to say you're cisgendered if it is how you identify? I don't spend time thinking about how I identify. I live life. But what's your world? At work, there are people that are now, I'm sure... In the legal space, there's several people that identify as they's now, like, and they should be addressed as such. As who? As such, as they, as whoever they, he, she, they. I mean, listen, if because at work, I, at work, I don't get called a cisgendered male. <laughs> I'm, I'm just me. So that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That's how you, in your world, operate. You can't come into. A neutral space and say, "Well, this is how I'm identifying you," because that's because to flip that, I don't walk in and say, "That's the gay guy, the gay girl." So you can't come in and and say, "That's the straight guy," right? Like it's the same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand that, but I I can understand that. I understand. I, it, what I'm hearing, what I think I'm hearing, is just like you know, you kind of can't dictate my reality and how I operate in it, you know. I, and I, I, although I hear the personal sovereignty in that, I think that, you know, if in order to be a good global citizen, in a sense, like to be community is still what you need to thrive. And if it's not going to be that big of a, I don't know, like, like, I'm not saying that you need to turn your language over and in all of your spaces, this is now your new script. 
However, there, I just think it's a reality now that there are some spaces where, you know, that language might be necessary for some people. And like, you know, you might not find yourself in those spaces often. So it might not even be a thing, but I think just take the words, you know, I just don't assign, I don't assign any emotion to them because I mean, like they're, I didn't make them up. And so I don't, I don't take on any extra with the words other than the words they mean this cool it's like this means like jar this is a jar and I have no emotional connection to the word jar so it just kind of feels like okay this is what will help me navigate these spaces better and other people feel full in these same spaces using these these terms then I guess I don't have a there's no extra emotion to put there for me it's just kind of a term I don't have emotion behind it. I just really want people to just be honest with themselves and just say what it is. Like by labeling people, you're basically creating the reverse of what was already out there, right? And I think that it's not even emotion. It's more so like, I don't judge people by sexual orientation. So I don't want to be judged by my, I don't know if if straight is a sexual orientation because I don't, again, I don't spend time thinking well, about people- I will say this. I mean, it, from personal experience, you know, there's, I was just having a conversation with a friend about this all the time. Like um, yesterday, there is, you know, as people express themselves differently, we're getting accustomed to just seeing other kinds of people. And whether we like to admit it or not, human beings love throwing labels on, on people. You know what I'm saying? Like without having much context. So unfortunately, it's like, that's what we're dealing with. Do you know how many times people are throwing gay at me? And who, yay? Yeah, like, do you not, men and women, but mostly me, me. No, yeah, really. Yeah, really. And it's because, and I was yay though. Well, Khalil, you you know what I'm saying? So, like, that I'm either either bisexual or lesbian or whatever other terms. I'm not really sure. Like, wait, yay means that? Gay, gay. Oh, gay. Sorry, sorry. I didn't hear the first part. I thought you said yay. Sorry. And and I will and to finish just to round out the point, you know, if 10 people ask me, eight of them are black straight men. <laughs> They're not even gay people. Like if and so for me, it it often feels like that's your privilege, right? You get to just kind of assign and say what somebody else is. Yeah, black men are privileged. Oh no, God. stop. You're dragging it. You're dragging it. It's not that black men are privileged, this is a privilege that you have. It just it just is like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> What's the point? No, 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 no. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, I'm listening. No, I'm listening. I mean, in all seriousness, you know, and that and that is why y'all end up getting so much vitriol because, you know, there's just this collectively, there's a group of people who feel like they've never been able to say who they were for themselves without someone assigning something to them. I thought we saw the I governor mean, and I would, <laughs> it turned from the, the lady governor to now we mail bashing. Like, are I, we mail bashing? Black men got privilege and, and black men are verbally assaulting you. Oh, my what? God. How do we get here? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know if we're That's all. special. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I, maybe I'm lost. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just thought we were discussing the terms. You're right. Maybe. You're right. But um, how about a say word moment? Okay. Say word.
say word, ladies and gentlemen, is kind of like a three-part joint. The word is none other than drumroll, please. Guap. Guap. And the, the two synonyms for them are cake and cheese. Guap. Wow. Wow. Oh, I thought she said wop. Wow. I, I thought she said wop too. I'm about to say, yo, shorty right there, get a meme. But since we're talking about guap instead, um Guap. G G U A P. I know, but me and Jazzy thought you said WAP as in W U A P. I don't know how to spell it, but WAP as in filleting. Oh no, I definitely didn't say that. It's all good. Now we're going guap guap. So um the last time I watched The Wire, Boxdale crew was getting major guap on the west side of Baltimore. <laughs> I think that's a good that's a good sentence, you know. There we go. Mm -hmm. We can dive into our favorite topic here. Or if Hashefsu wants to kick it off with the uh the thumb snap for Axe Jazzy. Wait, I thought yeah, we gotta get something new. I'm gonna work on that this week. This is my this is my my task until the next episode is to get a new intro. But until then, hi guys. Hey, hey, Axe Jazzy. This week, the question we don't know where the question came from, but the question was asked. Do women want ambitious men? I would say, in general, yes. I think women look for security. Generally, ambitious men are looking for resources that would provide that security. So I would, in general, say yes. But People become, or men, I think, are, some reach a plateau and are happy where they are. So I don't think it's like a continuous state all the time, this ambition. Um, but, you know, feel free to chime in, stereo bros. Yeah, no, everybody wants somebody ambitious, I think. That's, I don't have anything beyond that. I think... In theory, a lot of women say they want an ambitious man. But I think if you look at movies like Think Like a Man, she had an ambitious man in Morris Chestnut. I'm talking about Taraji Hansen's character. And then felt taken aback that he was so ambitious that he had no time for her. So she went back to her man in the food truck because he had a lower ceiling than she did. And I actually spoke to somebody about this this morning. And I feel like women want ambitious men that have a lower ceiling than they do. Because when the man's ceiling is higher than theirs, I think a lot of women become not jealous, but more envious. And they start to compete for your attention, right? I think a lot of women want a man with money, but men with money have no time and men with time have no money. So a lot of women will say they want the grinder, but if he says, I want to be a judge all my life, so I'm gonna grind up a 10 years to be law firm partner, and then I'm gonna grind out at the AUSA for another five years, 
to be a judge and you come second to that, most women will say, oh, that sounds great. But when he's actually in the thick of it, they're going to resent that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that, yeah, if you don't know what you want, if you don't, if you're not realistic about what it is that you want, I mean, anybody who has a uh, a job or a career that um, I think, you know, is high performing, I don't, I don't, I think that's just the wrong term, but like, this, like, you know, the demands are really great, you know what I'm saying, but like the bigger the title in those industries, oftentimes, the more time that they need and um, the more time that they require. And if you don't, if you aren't um, okay with that, then I guess, you know. I, you know, I get what you're saying about the not recognizing. You say you want somebody that makes a lot of money, but then you don't know how to deal with someone that has no time and is like on their purpose and trying to make all this money. But I feel like ambition does not necessarily translate into like you you can be ambitious, but you not necessarily chasing money. You could be ambitious and chasing um, notoriety in your field uh, of, you know, your artist or, you know, or you're a politician or, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't necessarily always have to be about money and you ambitious about your purpose in life, you know? Um, but of course that that's going to take time, but you want somebody that recognizes it and supports it. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I think sometimes people want the outcomes, but they don't necessarily want to be there for the grind of it, or they don't, understand the grind to get to where the, it needs to be and that's just a lack of like communication I think I don't think it's but so I slightly disagree because I feel like I know guys that said listen mama check this out I'm available for no Cuomo I'm just handing out sausages <laughs> and you can get me intermittently you know that's a hash soup word intermittently um, but I'm grinding. Like, this is what I'm like, until I get my first meal, like that's the bag is it. And we want to say, Oh, he focused. But then when it's a Saturday night and he don't want to go to your best friend's birthday party and drink pre-mixed <laughs> margaritas, it's a problem. <laughs> so I feel like my answer is it depends on the age. I think in your 20s, I think a lot of women just want a dude that isn't a fuckboy, right? But I think when you get to your 30s, if you're still single, I think most women don't really want an ambitious man that has a higher ceiling than they do because they are up against that biological clock and they feel like if he's too focused on the bag, he's not going to want to have a family. Mm-hmm. And, and that could be true, though. I mean, it's the truth. Like I've I've spoken to three people, and <laughs> that's my sample size right there. Oh, oh three people. <laughs> <laughs> so that sample size of three speaks for like all black men in New York City, all twenty million of us. Well, let's say mm -hmm. about five million of us. I mean, again, the the I I support. I mean, and then also you gotta know 
you have to know what you prefer. If you're someone that needs quality time, needs attention, then you don't need to be with someone that's grinding to get somewhere. You either have to be with somebody that's already arrived or, 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 or is in a place that they are, I don't want to say comfortable because people shouldn't be always comfortable, but you know, like they're not, they're not struggling to get to a certain place. Yeah, I think that like even if you've arrived, there's probably a certain amount of like um, a time that you still can't invest in a relationship. So I think it's um, I think it's just important to like know what it is that you want and like be real about what life with that might look like. I mean, you can't want a stockbroker and then want someone who's home for dinner at night. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Has Shepsuit welcome to the KSC? No, respectfully, we decline. You don't know that. I don't don't know what it is, but I don't want membership. (laughs) Your membership has been stamped. Boop. The Kevin Samuels Club. Welcome. Mm -mm. Join us. Oh, wow. Join us. Join us. Yeah, no. Join us. That's, That's okay. Jazzy is is about to round the corner too. She said the right thing too, but no, but but that's what it is, right? It's like you can't pick people in these professions that are time and and energy demanding, and want the accoutrements or the you know the fixings that come with it, and not let him go out there and and go get it, right? Like investment bankers work, especially early on, like a junior investment banker. 80, 90 hours, Saturday, you might get off at four. Sunday, you might get off at one. And Monday through Friday, you might get off at midnight. For two years, three years, that's mm-hmm. their grind, right? So I think we have to identify, you know, on the other end, there's the transit postal worker that still makes a, a solid living, but they can typically get off at like, a defined time they punch a clock. If they're not doing overtime, you know, they typically know what time they're coming home. Now, transit sometimes can be iffy because you might be on your way home, you know, back to um, 241st Wakefield and have an incident on a train and then be home four hours late. But that's not the everyday. Typically, you're working like a 62, 73, 8 to 4, whatever. And you can take vacations and during vacation, they can't call you because what well, they're going to call you from Jamaica to come move a train is <laughs> not going to happen. Right. But at the same time, if there's a pandemic or a blizzard, they still got to go to work. Right. So I think at some point people got to just slide in with what they want. And I think it's the time aspect versus the money aspect versus the expectation. And the main complaint I get is that, yo, bro, she said she was cool with the grind, but now that I'm grinding, she feel away or, you know, her best friend's husband is a cardiologist <laughs> and makes triple what I make. So she's telling me to, you know, do X, Y, Z because they're renting a house in Turks for two months and she wants to go like it's at some point you got to match up the reality with the expectation with who the person is and just slide in accordingly, respectfully. It might be a it might be a value system thing too. Like, 
what does your partner value? Because there are, there are investment bankers who make time for families. You know what I mean? Like they, all that exists. The second well. family, because the first family usually ends in a divorce. Well, <laughs> whichever family. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I think if you and your partner share the same value system, then, then and I guess that's what the love languages and stuff help us identify. But like, um, yeah, like, yeah, I think we all just, Keep repeating the same answers. Like it's pretty much like you know, no, but I think has chefs. I think the other thing too is I think if he's the investment banker and she's also an investment banker, I think there's more of an understanding. So then they try to get help family wise, or they just say, First you know what, all, we go that grind. doesn't ever happen because they would never see each other. So mm-hmm. <laughs> right, but I think. I think in that moment they both kind of understand. Okay, we're sacrificing these first few years to get to a place where. Once we're mid level, you know, we'll both go work at a place mm-hmm. with better hours, right? But if he's an investment banker and she's a, I don't know, postal worker, she might not get that. His hours are very different, and that I think therein lies the problem too, is where there's that disconnect. Because if you flip it, if she's the investment banker and he's the postal worker, he also may not understand that she got to be up all night playing with powerpoints and Excel macros. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. so I think it's the value. Like but, I said, like it's a community, it's a communication issue because I don't know if it's communication. I think sometimes people won't get it if they if they grind is not the same. They just won't get it, and I think you got to just slide in accordingly. And when I when I say that, I mean that you got to just be upfront. And if somebody shows signs that they're not with your program, patch out. Mm-hmm. Rather than get to a point where you're so invested that you try to recalibrate somebody's thinking to the detriment of your peace. If you want to be an investment banker all your life and in B school, they cool with it. But by the time you a junior analyst, they got a problem, but this is what you wanted all along. And you was, you was clear in that communication and they, and they still giving you a problem. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you out of here. Cause mm-hmm. it's not going to get better. Right. Yeah. Link in bio for great advice. <laughs> I charge $2 per per line, but trust me, it's great advice. And everybody listens to me winds up happily ever after most of the time. <laughs> I, I agree. PNL does give good advice. Um, so what about that new music, guys? So my new music song... We're not playing new music for the time being, but uh-huh. my new song is from an artist called uh, Max B. It's a relatively newer song. It's about a year old. Wait a minute. Called... You just said you've been listening to R&B and zenning out and doing all these things. What are you, what are you talking about, Max B? So Max B is always one of my favorite rappers, but this song is called porno music too and it's very soulful and melodic so go check that out on your favorite streaming platform um it's not like a rough song it's it's very melodic and it's like soulful so max b porno music too wow i'm going to apple i'm going to apple music right now um i'm going to put up 
that a new Nas, King's Disease 2. I don't think I listened to King's Disease <laughs> 1, which is funny, but, but I can really we focus love. on emerging artists? Not the already billionaires, but the person that's trying to get to that point. Next time, next time. I'm just saying for next time. Underground music. I don't know. Call me. I don't know. I I I listen to what the people are listening to. I try to keep up. Um, but I'm nominating nobody that's featuring Miss Lauren Hill from King's Disease 2 from Nas because it was a good song. And I like that Miss Lauren is she is fixated on her mental health and her freedom and getting out of this industry and just tuning out y'all people that keep talking about her being late she don't care about y'all because she's saving souls so that's a nobody okay hashtag what you got um victoria monet she's r&b soul she's she got project huh she had a great song uh ass like that no cuomo that's one of oh, songs. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is from the same body of work. I mean, she, I like the whole album, to be honest, but this Jaguar song is awesome. And so uh, that's the song, Jaguar, by Victoria Monet. There y'all go. So go check those out on your favorite streaming platforms. My, my last words for this week are, you know, don't let anybody put you into a box and call you a computer information system or anything else to make themselves feel comfortable, you know, hold your ground and and be you. Oh. You heard? Uh, parting words this week are, hmm, stay prayed up. It's very easy to lose yourself these days, following people doing great challenges. Stay on the ground. Stay, stay balanced. Stay balanced. Don't stay fall off doing a great challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i that is you that is i will just echo that sentiment to, to stay grounded please take your asses off of the crates thank you <laughs> all right folks episode 65 like that bus that goes to ralph and and st mark's and crown heights and make sure y'all tap in with us on your favorite social media platform subscribe to us on itunes spotify SoundCloud, wherever else you get your podcast. Make sure you cop some merch too at studybros.com. Over and out. No matter where we face, we must face the moment of truth, baby.